When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belbit DeVoe. You're truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India Ari. Oh, much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. Beyonce is giving fans life with her new release, Renaissance. And with the way she samples and honors the greats before her, she's giving older artists new life, new fans, new checks. We're talking to one of them, Robin S. How did she find out Beyonce sampled her song for Break My Soul? We're about to find out. Cafe Mocha begins now. Angelique, Lonnie, Love, and Yo-Yo on the line. Authoress journalist danielle smith her new book is called shine bright a very personal history of black women in pop welcome to cafe mocha danielle thank you so much i'm so excited to be on cafe mocha (laughs) oh we we love it and we love our authors here so tell us a little bit about your book shine bright everybody calls everything a labor of love well this is really truly truly a labor of love I tell everybody that I'm sort of mad that it's done, that I'm not still working on it because I love so much writing about Black women who make music, who create music, who create art, who work around the women, who create some of the best music this country has ever, ever heard. And one of the main reasons that I wanted to write the book from the beginning is because I love to see Black women in music receive the credit that they are due. I just think that they don't get it. And I think that it's time for their stories to be told in detail, not as summary, not just as first, which is great, but Black women in music are more than that. Their stories are more than that. And the other thing I think that is interesting about my book, Shine Bright, is that it's a merge of memoir, um, the story of my life in music, as well as the story of people's lives in music, anybody from Aretha Franklin to Jody Watley to Millie Small to Mariah to Janet to Whitney, all the way back to Marian Anderson, Nancy Wilson, Ella Fitzgerald. I mean, we go in. So it's, um, it's very exciting, and I'm very excited. I'm so excited, too, because looking at the cover, which is an album, a vinyl record with flowers around it. I mean, what was your motivation? Yeah. You know, we, it's such a great team of designers over there at One World, uh, Penguin Random House, and we were going around and around and around, like, what will most symbolize, you know, just giving people credit, you know, and, you know, everybody says it now, to give people their flowers while they can smell them, and and you put that vinyl on there that, you know, you start thinking of vinyl and CDs and and everything that we all sort of grew up with. And you say, let's give, let's give folks their flowers. Let's do it. And that is what Shine Bright does. It tells these stories um, and, and it tells the accomplishments, yes, but it also tells the trials and the tribulations. There's a lot of joy in Shine Bright, but there's also a lot of the things you have to go through kind of to get to the joy. You know, I want to talk a, a little bit about sort of the downs, uh, I guess, over the past few months, six months 
or so. We've seen a couple of Britney documentaries. And as I'm watching the Britney doc, I can't help but think that, you know, she wouldn't exist if it weren't for Janet. And then the Janet doc comes out. And I just wonder, as somebody who has been around the industry and looking specifically at kind of the way Janet has been represented in the press. Uh, what are your, what are your thoughts? There's never enough press for Janet Jackson. There's never enough um, lifting her up to genius. There's never enough. I don't care if I spoke her name every minute, 24 hours a day. And so did y'all and all y'all friends and family members. It just would not be enough. I think that it's not just that Janet doesn't get the credit for the ways that she's influenced everybody from Britney to Sierra to Beyonce on down to Nashe. I could keep going. Amari, everybody that's come after her, really, anybody that sings and dances at the same time. She doesn't get enough credit for that, but what she really, really doesn't get enough credit for, and this is something I talk about deeply in Shine Bright, is the fact that she had the nerve, she had the fearlessness and the bravery to become the star that she became in her brother's shadow. She did not allow herself to say, my brother is literally the biggest pop star this world has seen ever. But you know what? I'm going to do it too. I'm going to excel. People are going to know my name. As they know Michael, they shall know Janet. And she does not get the credit that she deserves just for that. It's Cafe Mocha on the line, author Danielle Smith, her new book, Shine Bright, A Very Personal History of Black Women in Pop. You know, Danielle, on, on this show, we really try to highlight urban AC, R&B. Why is it that especially our Black, in your opinion, our Black women pop stars, they don't get to shine like an Adele <laughs> or a Celine Dion? You know, break with Adele. I'm sorry. Great voice. But the very I remember the very first time I heard her, I was working at a hot AC station, you know, a, a white station. I'm like, wait, this ain't nothing but R&B. This yeah. ain't nothing but soul music. So, yeah, good question. Mm-hmm. Good question. Yeah, listen, it's, um, it's a tough one. Adele is, a, is, a, is an amazing vocalist. She comes from a long line of non-Black uh, vocalists that sing soul music. We could go all the way back, as I'm sure you all know, to Dusty Springfield. We could go. We could go just far back. I mean, we all love Tina Marie, but Tina Marie's right there. It's it's so complex and so awful in this country that that white people just receive more credit, more money, more acknowledgement, more lifting up to genius than black people do for doing the exact same thing and usually better. And it's it's so unfortunate because what it does is it doesn't allow us to love the Adele's with our whole heart. It doesn't allow us to love the Amy Winehouses with our whole heart because we know that the playing field is unfair. Just the fact that, I mean, you guys know I was editor of Billboard, so I believe in the data points. I believe in all the different AC, urban AC, you know, bubbling under, hot, you know, best 200 albums, hot 100, all of that. But all of those things started out as very segregated, and most of them remain segregated at this very moment. But I remember when we did this, uh, it was like an anniversary of the AC format when I was at Billboard the last time, and I interviewed Johnny Mathis. Like, Johnny Mathis sold more records than anybody even wants to think about. It's up towards 100 million records, okay? And Johnny Mathis doesn't feel that he is considered along the same lines as, you know, like Frank Sinatra or any of these kind of people, Tony Bennett. So it's the Adele's and it's everywhere. It's unfortunate. You know, it's just with Elvis Presley and Big Mama Thornton. It just goes back. 
it just speaks to how slow the culture can move with regard to black women. It moves slow. I mean, we get there. As you can see, Supreme Court Justice. Hello. Right. You know, Vice President Kamala and all these things. Another California girl doing big things. But the wheel moves so slow for black women. And I, I want it to speed up, man. I want the shining brighter to happen sooner. All righty. Danielle Smith, the book is called Shine Bright, A Very Personal History of Black Women in Pop. Thank you, Danielle. Oh, thank you for having me. You guys are lovely. Think of me again. You appreciate it. It's Cafe Mocha Angelique along with Alani Love and Yo-Yo on the line. Have we have been celebrating this woman since she was little niecey. She's a four-time Grammy Award winner. She's got multiple platinum records. Denise Williams is on the line. Thank you so much for joining us on Cafe Mocha. Oh, it is my pleasure to be here with you ladies. This is good. I am so excited. Um, you know, I have to fan girl out. A right. little girl in the projects. It was the uh, Rec Center mm-hmm. Talent Show. And I won the Rec, Tenor, Rec Center Talent Show by lip syncing your song, Free. <laughs> All right. Okay, good. Then you and I have history now, see? I didn't think it. I just lip synced. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You know, take us take us back to Gary, Indiana, and what gave you, you know, small town city the idea that you could become a famous singer? When did that when did that start percolating for you? Well, you know, I really didn't know that. Um, I grew up in the Church of God in Christ, and my cousins could sing. And when they sang, folks, you know, ran around the church and got slain in the spirit. When I sang, they got quiet and listened and cried. And I thought, oh, God, what am I, you know, I'm not in the reaction I wanted. And so, honestly, it was not until I joined Stevie Wonder as a background singer that it began to dawn on me that I had something. But um, I grew up in a musical family in church in Gary, Indiana, and it was great. You know, we could not afford vocal lessons. So that's where you learn pitch and tone and singing with other singers. And then uh, a lot of what I do, most of what I do, uh, I'm imitating my mom. My mom would not sing out in public, but when she hit the shower, it was on. Mm. And so all that little little stuff I do that, you know, all that little stuff comes from my mom, but just copying her and listening to her and and just singing in the church choir and, you know, eventually getting an opportunity to do background singing with Stevie. And that opened it to a career. You've had some huge hits, but you've always managed to keep a pretty low profile. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It has worked for me. I did that purposely. I got off an airplane in, in um, Los Angeles. I had a 14-month-old, a two-month-old, and $17 in my pocket. Wow. And so, you know, my entry into the business wasn't like, you know, the other people that had gotten the audition and um, gone to the audition for Stevie and One. I came in with children, so I could not. I was not interested in doing a whole lot of things that a lot of my peers were doing. You know, if I was hanging out at the bar, it was my living room, you know, and I was <laughs> drinking my drink and having a free concert as often as I liked, but it wasn't anything that I, you know, went out in public and did. And I, I really 
have enjoyed the balance in my life because I've been able to have a career, but I've also been able to have family life. And that means a lot to me. I mean, the music is so special, especially how it's touched people, but the music has only been a piece of my pie. It's not, I didn't make it or allow it to become the majority piece of my pie. And I did that by, by choice. It's Cafe Mocha on the line, four-time Grammy winner, Denise Williams. Single is When You Love Somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we love you with It's Gonna Take a Miracle, Free, mm-hmm. Blackbird. But um, how did your life change when your song, Let's Hear It for the Boy, was on the soundtrack for the movie Footloose? Oh, my God. Not <laughs> Night and day, you know, I I would um, I would go out and I would have dinner and and with my family or you know lunch with my girlfriends or something and people were always would come up and say you know can we take a picture can we uh, have your autograph and I would say you know sure uh, if you don't mind are you guys just starting maybe after I eat you know I can come over to your table and hang for a minute and we can get that done and people were always really very cool. But boy, when that less here for the boy came out, things changed. My mom and I was sitting at a um, a stoplight one day, and school at this high school had just let out. And these kids were walking across the street, and somebody recognized me from the video. And Mm. they surrounded my car. And I said, listen, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for this, but uh uh-uh. I am not going to be like Michael Jackson at the Toys R Us with some buck teeth, glasses, and a, a Afro wig on his head. I said, I'm not up for that. So I uh, thank you for this. But, you know, I like I like the really quiet band. <laughs> so it changed. It was incredible, though, I mean, to see that door open up. And they put out three singles on that project before Let's Hear For The Boy came out. I kept saying, am I next? Am I next? Am I next? And they didn't do it, but it just jumped off of the project. Some DJ started playing it, and that was it. So that was pretty incredible, very incredible to see how I jumped from this audience to this audience, and now I'm over here. And it was wonderful. I mean, I love the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, of course. You know, and I also loved when you um, did your duets with Johnny Mathis. How did that come about? Well, I was uh, on the road. I was opening up for Earth, Wind, and Fire because they produced the first project. And um, I got a call saying, you know, Johnny Mathis wants to do a duet and he's looking at all of the females on the label and your name has come up. Are you interested? I said, Are you kidding? I said, Yeah, I'm interested. I mean, I. Yeah, I've been rehearsing with him for years, standing in front of the television when he was on TV, and I was harmonizing and singing with him. I said, yeah, I'm ready. But, girl, this is the funniest part. So I told my mom, Mom, I'm going to be going in the studio and working with Johnny Mathis. Girl, what am I going to wear? I got to get some a new dress. I, what am I, I said, you're not wearing nothing if you're going up in there like that. I'm not saying <laughs> My mother was so thrilled, and boy, when she met him, oh, my God, that was like one of the biggest things I could have ever done in my career was to uh, sing a song with Johnny Mathis, and my mom, you know, could meet him and things. And he was wonderful to work with. It was funny because he said, you know, I've never sang with anybody before, and you sang with Roberta Flack, and 
Stevie Wonder. And, you know, he said, just could you just tell me what to sing? I said, you want me to tell you what to sing? You're the legend. I'm the neophyte. And he says, no. He says, I don't know. So we went in there. He bought a bottle of wine. And after we had a couple of glasses of communion, uh-huh. we went in there and we had so much fun doing that. And I absolutely, to this day, just love him. I see him maybe once time a year and we'll do something together. But mm-hmm. he was amazing. And you know, Lonnie, what he taught me really um, was the power of humility. Because for him to have been such a huge artist at that time, and just to be so humble, it taught me the power of humility and grace. And I, and I will always keep that forever I, because of his example in my life. Okay, mm. for, for some of you, this is going to be a little before your time. But for us, we got to play too much, too little, oh. too late. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's Johnny Mathis and Denise Williams. This is Cafe Focus. <laughs> Still got that on 45. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's really interesting because I've been on radio, what now, almost four and a half decades. Yep. And Mm -hmm. I did not think that people would love the music and, and, be as wonderful and supportive as they have been. I have to thank the fans because it was not me. You know, when I, I was asking God, I said, God, if you give me a condominium on Lakeshore Drive in Chicago and a new Thunderbird every five years, I promise I won't beg you for nothing else. So <laughs> We put our bars so <laughs> low, don't we? <laughs> the Thunderbird, yeah. come on yeah. now. I said Thunderbird every five years and I promise I won't beg you for nothing else just my condo and the Thunderbird I laugh sometimes at how small our prayers are to a a God that is so huge it's Cafe Mocha we're talking to Denise Williams her new single is When You Love Somebody let's talk about the four decades leading to this new single. I mean, did you think that after all these years, you'd be still making music and on the charts? No, because I, I really didn't. I've been telling my sons for two years, I'm ready to retire. I'm I'm not saying another note. I'm going out on a high note. They said, mom, you can't retire. You, 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 you just, you just tired today. Go, go, go get your little rest and you'll be all right. And, and I, I kept saying, I'm, t- I'm ready to retire. I'm ready to retire. I was at the airport, and uh, one of the Delta agents said, she, after she helped me with my ticket, she said, Miss Williams, I heard you. Somebody said, you want to retire. You can't retire. I said, listen, I did not intend to be dancing around on these legs at this time in my life. <laughs> okay. All right. Y'all need to leave me alone. So I'm in L.A. with one of my sons, and he says, Mom, uh, we're having meetings. He said, Mom, I got one more meeting, 
uh, that I want to take, and then we'll head back home because I live in Las Vegas. I said, okay. So he says, uh, I'm going to go over here. A friend of mine from high school is producing and a uh, songwriter, and I want to talk to him about another friend. I said, okay, I'll go. So we go to the studio, and, of course, I know Emil from when they went to school, so I give him a big hug, and I go and sit in the corner while they have their meeting. After the meeting is over, Emil walks over, and he says, "Miss Williams, I love your voice. I love your music. I've got some tracks. I always wanted to write with you. What do you think? If you hear something, can we do something together? I said, okay, you know, play them for me. And so he puts on the first track, and I, I really, I didn't hear anything. I said, no. And then he puts on the second track, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, you know, I say, when you love somebody, and you dance, and you dance. I said, okay, push the red button. I'm ready. <laughs> and we, so I left out of there with, you know, with the track. And then he, he uh, emailed me and said, you know, will you send me some lyrics? And I said, okay. So I sent him some lyrics. About two weeks later, he sent me the demo with the lyrics, and they had another person singing it. And I said, oh, that came out nice. I really like that. He says, yeah, no, but can't nobody sing it like you're going to sing it. Will you please, the next time you come in, will you please sing it? I said, okay. So I go in the next time. I put it down. And about a month later, I decided to play it for my cousins and their kids and some of the grandkids. And they started dancing and singing the song. I said, Oh, well, maybe I got something. Hey. So I called up Emil and I said, Emil, I said, you know, I play the song for people and they like it. He said, Miss Williams, I've been telling you for two months that that's the song they hit. I said, okay, all right, okay. I got a little money. God's good. I'll put it up and see what happens. And that's what, now here I am. Wait. <laughs> it's so good. It is yeah. so good. Let's play it right now, Angelique. This is Denise Williams. When you love somebody on Cafe Mocha. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. Robin S. is a dance music icon of the mid-90s. Her single, Show Me Love, uh, still gets people rushing to the dance floor. And that's even before Beyonce flipped the track, turns it, turned it into Break My Soul. Uh, so joining us now is Robin S. Welcome to Cafe Mocha. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. So for those who don't know who you are, introduce yourself to our Cafe Mocha audience. Wow. Um, well, hello, good people. How are you? My name is Robin S. I am the original singer of Show Me Love. So baby, if you want me, you got to show me love. Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to know, how did you find out that the Beyonce had sampled your song for the new single? Was Did like lawyers call you or did you find oh, out because you heard it on no, the radio? No, 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 honey, baby, I was asleep. I was asleep 
And um, my son, my phone kept going off, and I kept saying in my sleep, what in the world, what in the world? But, you know, old folks teach you that when your phone goes off like that, went back to back to back, that it could possibly be something wrong, you know, with yeah. family or mm-hmm. someone. So I finally rolled over and woke up and saw that it was my son. And so I called him back, and I was like, son, I love you, but why do you keep calling me like this? <laughs> and him and my daughter-in-law were just going off the chain. Mom, 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 turn the TV on, turn the radio on, turn, just turn your phone on, read the stuff that's going on. You're trending all over the place. And I'm saying to myself, trending? So I asked them, I said, trending? Well, what, what am I trending about? And then that's when they told me, they informed <laughs> me that about the song. And I'm like, oh. So when I decided, you know, I went on the online and started looking at stuff and I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh, okay. So I started smiling. I started laughing. Got a little nervous, you know. I was like, okay, what's going on? What's happening, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they finally told me that she had dropped her song um, at midnight and that, you know, from midnight until now, I'd know nothing about it because I would, I would sleep. And, um, you know, it was a great surprise. It, it basically was a great surprise to me. Mm. being a surprise I can only imagine you know talking about revitalizing rejuvenating I mean just to have what did that feel like just hearing the song how did you feel when you first heard the song um you know you listen to it and you go okay Hmm. all right and I'm a lyricist so I want to hear every word that's being said you know and I'm I'm like well let me listen to it again Uh, Okay. Yeah, well, that's, that's definitely show me love. That's a piece of show me love. Oh, I like the words. Oh, it fits. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, you can't break my soul. No, you know, I mean, in a time and an era where, you know, um, women have been marginalized um, and, you know, we, we are just now coming out of our shells to say, you know, that I am woman, hear me roar situation. And I like the fact that she just did it her own way. You know, it was, it was a wonderful surprise to go to bed. I mean, I've been touring. I had been traveling. I just came off the road. And to, to come back to a surprise and a wonderful surprise such as this, it, it just, it, it did something to, to my spirit. It just boosted me a little bit more, you know, to let me know that everything that I've done has not been in vain. You know, but and you can't think you know, there's that an the old gospel is... song. Well, no, I I don't think that it's been in vain, but it's been so downplayed, you know, yeah. and so low keyed and so downplayed, and and so um, you know, I'm constantly working, and I'm sorry, you guys know that you know, dance artists, we don't get the accolades that we basically should have gotten for years. Yeah. We've laid down foundations, but no one notices them until other artists so-called revives them. But meantime, we've been in the trenches working really, really hard, you know, to, to just keep things going, you know, and, and although I'm, I'm grateful, don't get me wrong. I'm not, it's not that I'm not grateful. It's not that I'm not happy. It's a wonderful feeling to be given your flowers mm-hmm. while you're alive. Cause yes. most times people wait until you've transitioned and you're no longer here to want to give you your flowers. So that was the greatest gift ever. You know, so, so like, don't get me wrong, but, but it's, it's like, you know, we've been in the trenches moving and shaking and shuffling and, and, and getting things done and we've been performing and stuff. And so, yeah, I'm grateful and I'm thankful because 
out of all the songs that she has access to listen to, you know, that was, that was a designed order by God. You know, I firmly believe that because mm-hmm. there's too many songs out there that one could do yeah. um, as their first single. And, and Hey, it's a Robinette song. Here's what I, here's what I want to know. Baby, if you want me, you know, I love to sing. You've got to show me love. Listen, when I, I feel like that's my intro song to New York back in 1990. Anywho, the feeling of, of this song, I mean, you know, did you feel any shade after you heard it for the first time? Did you feel like, wait, was there any shade that you felt? I mean, I know after a while you think it, but you're like, wait, how could you use my song? And I, I, no one one called me. Well, no, no. Cause I'm not like that. Honestly speaking, I'm just not like that. I'm, I'm God's child. Okay. I know who I am and I know whose I am. And um, for whatever reasons things happen, um, I try to see the good in the reasons. I may not understand everything that has happened in my life. Um, I know people have come for me. There's certain people that have come for me and said, I'm not the singer of the song. And I did and I that Well, they were coming for the wrong. They were coming to the wrong person because the demo that I got, was the demo that I listened to, and that's how I sang. If um, I am the original person, um, I am the person who hit that first note, that is all me. I am the person who did all of the ad-libs in it, that is all me. So, you know, you have people that come for you all the time through this walk of life. That's how you get your blessings. Your Mm -hmm. blessings come by the the negativity that people try to throw at you, Mm -hmm. and God turns that around and give you blessings upon blessings because of it. So I tell it to my daughter no all the time. There's I'm no shade with off. me. Yeah. Yeah. And to know me is to know that I don't, I'm not that type of woman. I've lived a really good life um, behind show me love. I'm still living a good life. Do you feel that Beyonce's team should have contacted you or the songwriters and producers? Uh, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. I'm good with it. I'm so good with it. You don't understand. I'm, I'm to know again, to know me is to know that I'm not that type of person. It's taken less than a month for Beyonce's hit single, Break My Soul, to hit the top five on the R&B chart. We're talking Robin S, whose song was sampled on the track. We've got more coming up. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is The Espresso. We lost two of the greats in black entertainment. Nichelle Nichols' interracial kiss with William Shatner was one of the first on TV. And even though it was planned and scripted, it even shocked the director. And he takes me in his arms and and he kisses me. Cut! The director walks over like I'm not sitting there with Bill Shatner. And he starts talking to me. He says, uh, you kissed her. We also lost Bill Russell, who won 11 basketball championships for the Celtics, became the first black NBA coach. But racism and lack of diversity is why he refused to show up when the NBA inducted him into the Hall of Fame. Even way back in college, he was taking a stand. We were number one team in the nation. Uh, I was MVP in the Final Four. We go home and... When it comes to the player of your choice, they picked another center. The next year, they gave me the award. It was a big trophy, and I threw it in the trash. People that could do things like that cannot honor me. To lives well lived, that's the espresso. We-
Cafe Mocha, Angelique, along with Yo-Yo. Everything old is new again. Beyonce sampled the hit single Show Me Love by Robin S. For her new hit single, Break My Soul, on the line, we're talking to Robin S. Okay, there have been so many Show Me Loves that have come out. Jason Derulo, Chris Brown. Right. Um, There's another Charlie X, or whatever her name is, that no one has told me anything. There's been... um, let me tell you, there has been uh, what is it? Uh, uh, what is it? The um, the game that has mm-hmm. come out, um, Guitar Hero, with me singing it. No Shut one up. forewarned me. Wow, Guitar There's... Hero Two that has come out. It's my voice. No one has forewarned me. That that is the level of, um, and I don't want to sound um, mad about it because you know, like I said, God blesses me in return with all things negative that have happened. That is the, that is the blessings that I get in return from yeah. God, and and the levels of 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 homage that I've been given because of certain things. So I'm okay with that. I don't feel like anybody needs to to inform me of anything. If it keeps me relevant, then you know what? Keep doing it. Keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, I heard that. Because I'm going to be relevant for forever. You know, this <laughs> is my the the greatest part of this, and I try to tell people is that. Show Me Love is my legacy. Yeah. It's Robin S.'s legacy. Okay. Now, Beyonce is a part of my legacy and mm-hmm. I'm a part of hers. Hey, How about that? How about that blessing? Show me love. Robin How about S. That blessing? Thank you so much for joining Cafe Mocha. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Con- continued success with the radio. And I just want, I just want blessings upon blessings for everyone. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. you. And like I said, the reason she chose that song, though, is because, like I said, it still gets people to the dance floor. (laughs) It still gets people to the dance floor. I got my flowers, baby. I got my flowers. I indeed get, I I got the real flowers. Yes, my roses. Yes, (laughs) I did from from Beyonce herself. And, um, you know, know, when people know your name, it speaks louder than whatever you do. Action speaks louder than words. Amen. Well, we Thank love you, you and I know that it's created new opportunities for you and and we've yes. always loved you as long as I've been loving music. And so Thank I want to say congratulations and new music brings new songs. Absolutely. I have some new remixes ones out, so. bring remixes <gasps> and it just shows this new generation how powerful music really is you want to hear more about uh, miss robin stone or you got a song that you (laughs) want to hear make sure to hit us up on our facebook our instagram or our twitter at cafe mocha radio we want to thank you thank you for having me i love you guys love you bye-bye it's cafe mocha on the line angelique lonnie love and yo-yo and anybody that listens to this show regularly knows that cafe mocha radio is dedicated to uplifting and inspiring our next guest is definitely an inspiration on the line we have rod johnson co-founder of black and bold specialty beverages welcome rod thank you so much thanks for having me Uh, my first question is for all of us who haven't heard of the brand, what is Black and Bold? Yeah, um, Black and Bold is a company that my best friend and I started just about three years ago uh, with the intent to take something that we do every day and uh, you know, ultimately make it into a pathway to giving back to communities that need it the most. So, so my best friend make? and I were, uh, yeah, we, we make coffee and tea, in fact. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're located in Des Moines, Iowa, 
And uh, because we were drinking these beverages every day, we wanted to ultimately connect it back to something that was near and dear to our hearts. And that's ultimately supporting today's youth in need. Well, you know, a, a lot of us can't start today without a good cup of coffee, but I don't think there are a lot of brothers out there in the coffee <laughs> business. So how did you end up starting a coffee and tea company in Iowa? Des Moines. Yeah. <laughs> I know, of, of all places, right? Um, well, really, we were just over-enthusiastic consumers um, in our respective corporate careers. We spent a lot of time in coffee shops, entertaining clients uh, and, and otherwise, and really just fell in love with the coffee shop culture, uh, but quickly realized that there was a lack of representation. Uh, so we got the bold idea to see what it would be like to be on the other side of the counter. Uh, so my friend, uh, Pernell, uh, bought a, a tabletop roaster uh, and, and a small grinder, and we opened up shop out of his garage. Uh, after you know burning beans and getting the fire department called on us because there was so much smoke coming out of, out of the garage, uh, we ultimately came up with a you know a formula and a roast profile, if you will, that we were happy to share with the masses. And from there, it's just been a, a, a constant ascension. What makes your coffee <laughs> so special that you get a partnership with the NBA after only three years in business? How did you manage that? You know, the, the NBA is an awesome organization. And as we've seen over the last year, they've been very intentional about what they represent and, you know, how they allow their players to express themselves, especially centered around social impact. Uh, considering that we have that social impact model embedded at the core of what we do, whereas we give a portion of our proceeds to at-risk youth, that ultimately resonated with representatives from the NBA. So after about, I don't know, seven or eight months of discussion, uh, we were fortunate enough to ink the contract, making us one of the newest licensees, uh, newest beverage licensees under the NBA umbrella. Uh, so we have introduced uh, a new blend entitled the Warm Up, uh, which has a, a multifaceted meaning, uh, right? You know, if you think about uh, you know, an athlete or even yourself starting your day, coffee can, can play a role in how you get started, how, how that routine plays out. Um, you know, coffee literally warms you up. Uh, and, and then also it represents this is the first of, of many products to come as a result of this new partnership with the NBA. Black and Bold is the name of the brand. Pick it up at Target. Go on Amazon.com. Uh, those are places you can definitely find it. Part of the proceeds goes to help children so definitely support rod johnson his partner and black and bold thank you so much for joining cafe mocha it was great to meet you thanks rod thank you so much i, I appreciate you all that's the show this month we're checking in with tevin campbell plus the man behind silk sonic's latest number one song till next weekend you can find us on all platforms at cafe mocha radio cafe mocha is a production of miles ahead broadcasting in partnership with compass media Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.